Hello, this is Dimitris the Curious Tangiero. My goal is to bring more people to tango and more tango to people. Today we're going to discuss how you can create a more interesting dance for your partners. I borrow it from one of the email of the Curious Tangiero Advanced Newsletter. If you're serious about improving your dance, look for a link to it in the description. Let's start. Creating an interesting dance. Be interesting. Be interesting. Imagine someone screaming that to you repeatedly. What do you do? Or imagine you are on a date and your partner says out of nowhere, hey, say something interesting. Would that ever work? And yet, somehow this is what most of us keep saying to ourselves during the dance. We say things like, you're boring, you did this sequence like 10 times this tanda, oh great, another sandwichito, haven't I seen this cross before? What a cool rebote. Did you copy it from like 10 seconds ago? How do you create an interesting dance? In many ways. People are different, so what might be interesting to one person might not be interesting to another. Or what might be interesting for you at the beginning of the night might not be interesting at the end. What that means is that you need a tool case of options to explore. Today, we're going to use the contrast tool, tools to enhance your dance. A more interesting dance can be created if you use contrasts, And that applies in many different ways. So let's create a map of contrasts, contrasts for you to explore. But be aware, there is an important criterion. And I share this criterion after we discuss each one of the contrasts. First contrast, contrast, different sizes. Changing the size of a step can be used for variety. Don't only think of distance, a big step versus a small step, but also volume, maybe extending the embrace a bit, making it larger. There are different sizes. You can change the size of the step or the size of the embrace. Okay or the size of the preparation of the step. Second, contrast, intensity of movement. Alternating between intense and smooth movement creates a contrast that many dancers enjoy. And you can use it as an interpretation tool, as a musicality interpretation tool. Three, occupation of space. You can occupy space with linear movements or with circular ones. Four, Speed, slow, medium, and fast. And keep in mind, going from medium speed movement to slow before changing to fast creates a bigger contrast than going from medium to fast. You slow down first, and then you go to the fast. And this creates a bigger explosion. Next one, height. You can play with the third dimension, the vertical one. And this can be used to give a different color to your steps. Going higher or lower can create a swing in your dance that you and your partner might enjoy. Next one, complexity. Moving from extremely complex movements to simple ones and vice versa is a beautiful way to create novelty in your dance. So when you dance, you just need to think, okay, I feel a bit bored with my dance. I want to make it more interesting. What can I change? All right. Let's play with a speed, slow, medium, fast. Or let's start exploring different height. Or let's do something complex and then something simple. Like something complex and then something simple. All right, it's very simple, very straightforward. Of course, if you want to develop even more, you can start asking yourself or your teachers, okay, 
how can I create, I mean, if I say complex movements, which movements can I actually do? So maybe you want to learn a few more complex movements or you want to make more elegant your symbol movements. All right, now two critical points. First one is the one criterion. The fact that you can explore those contrasts does not mean that you should. Simply using different contrasts for no reason but variety will only transform you to a moving steps encyclopedia. And nobody reads encyclopedias anymore for a reason. So how can you decide if the time for a contrast has come? Listen to the music. The music will give you the reason you need. A movement without a why is empty. But if the music has a contrast, then a contrast in your dance is a great tool to interpret it. Well, here I don't want to confuse you, but there is another way to interpret a change in the music by doing the opposite of what the music does. For example, if the music seems to be going faster and faster and faster, you might discover that there is an instrument that is in the background going extremely slow and choose to move very slowly instead. Or there might be no instrument going slower. Maybe they are all moving faster, but you choose to dance it slower. If during the whole dance you had to follow and mimic the movement, right? When the movement was going faster, you were going faster. When it was going slower, you were going slower. But suddenly at that point, you make the choice to move slow. When the music goes faster, this will create an effect. Your contrast here is not between the steps, but between the step and the music. The second critical point is how to apply it. I would recommend choosing one concept and trying to apply it a few times during a dance. Just one concept. Choose the easiest for you first. For example, you can simply choose to alternate from linear movements to circular. Be extremely clear in your head. Now I'm doing only circular. Now only linear. In the beginning, this will restrict you a little bit, but this clarity is important when learning a new tool. In the next song, choose another concept. By the way, if you have some ideas on how to create a more interesting dance, please, you know, contact me, let me know, I'll be happy to learn about it. Now, what else can you use to create contrast? In trying to answer that question, you're opening up possibilities to do the same steps in different ways. There is no single way to walk. A simple ocho can look totally different depending on how you feel that the music leads you to do it. My recommendation is this. Always look for different ways to express yourself and use them all to create contrasts. This is important both in choreography and improvisation. As an exercise, I propose you to take a moment now, leave the book aside, uh, your mobile or if you're reading it or if you're listening to it, stand up and try to do a step that you're comfortable with while thinking about the different possibilities I suggest in the first uh, part of the podcast. I hope that was useful. For more tips like this, I invite you to join the Curious Tangero Advanced Newsletter. Look for the link in the description or go to thecuriousTangero.com slash advanced. Hugs and stay curious.